Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As the white guy in the conversation uh-huh. here, I am, I am neither uh, Jewish nor am I black, and so I have a different perspective all of this. Yes. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created seems by colonial be. powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperi- imperialist era in order to exploit other people, and that they could apply it to all different kinds of people, that idea of race. And the American experience tends to be based on skin. That was yes. just top of his head Stephen Colbert today talking to Whoopi Goldberg you know as the white guy here I might and I'm not Jewish or black but it seems to me and listen so how this wait, flows wait but how is that a different perspective can I just ask because he starts off by saying as a white guy he has a different perspective and then he says the exact same thing that all the woke people think regardless of skin color or anything else well, he says, you know, I just want to qualify that I'm not... He, he did everything but tell what stolen land he was on. I just want to say that as a person who's not black or Jewish, I'm a white man. I apologize for that. I'm a white man, which is the worst thing I can be. I apologize for that. But, it, you know, it seems to me I'm just going to rattle off something, stream of consciousness here, as he verbatim dishes over a paragraph from the 1619 Project. I know, Project. what an original thought. How pathetic... The fact that he tries to pretend, it seems to me, he says to her, she sits right next to him. As the white guy in the conversation, uh-huh. here, I, am, I am neither uh, Jewish nor am I black, and uh-huh. so I have a different perspective all of this. Yes. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperi- imperialist uh-huh. era in order to exploit other people, and that they could apply it to all different kinds of people, that idea of race. And the American experience tends to be based on skin. Yes. Does it seem to him, or is it written down exactly like that? I love this weird it, idea that people didn't exploit other people Don't get No, no, no. Don't go that far. Go <laughs> to the fact that this guy is pretending... It seems to me, I'm just going to, just a, a thumbnail sketch here. I'm going to spitball a little bit. It seems to me that literally whiteness is the uh, imperialistic view of white supremacy 
There's nothing seeming to him. The man is bullshitting here, mm-hmm. uh, pretending he's ad-libbing, you know, pretending it's off the top of his head. Impromptu, you got this me. This is just as I look around me at the yeah, situation. This is, this is what it looks like to me. It's but remarkable it's, it's also, that this guy, that nobody beats him to death with a stapler and this throws him in the dumpster. As the white guy in the conversation uh-huh. here, I am I am neither uh, Jewish nor am I black, and uh-huh. so I have a Don't different perspective of all of this. Yes. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperial, imperialist uh-huh. era in order to exploit other people and that they could apply it to all... Different- what a pandering psychotic. <laughs> Can you imagine... Alice, as um, is that the know, way he starts all conversations with black people? It seems to be now. It does. Yes, he's saying the right thing. Notice that Wh- Whoopi was lost. It's like, what are you saying? I haven't read it yet. Okay, I haven't read the crap that you're reading, the Kendi stuff. I Do haven't black read it, okay? people enjoy having that as the preamble to any conversation? Can with you a imagine white what what a, a woke 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 Eaton woke 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 woke. You know, as a uh, person who appreciates water, Alice, it seems to me that osmosis is. Seems to me the diffusion of water through a semi-permeable membrane. Seems to me. I don't know. I mean, it could be anything. Maybe I'm wrong. You know? Seems to me, though. Holy God. What a what a psychotic. What is an absolute psych... Imagine that having to make pretend. That's your life. I, okay, I'm going to say the right make pretend things. And she's going to like this. And it's going to be a wokeies. Even though Whoopi, I think, was like a... Huh? Because it didn't seem to her... By the way, so this is her apology tour that she went on yesterday. Didn't help. Remember yesterday we played this? She... Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it. Because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. Yeah, no, it's about... A different it, race. But it's, it's not about... Uh, okay. So, so anyway, she, she just meanders into Idiotville. <clears throat> which actually... It's a lot less offensive. To have her <laughs> thinking out loud, trying to thing. figure it out. And you can see where the error is. What she's thinking, her perspective, and this and that. She probably, Alice, I would assume, uh, takes the Holocaust quite seriously and thinks it's a bad thing. But she's thinking out loud. She's not smart, okay? It's fine. It's fine. Colbert's not smart either. But, you know, this the, the idea that we're doing this dance here. Now, listen to this, Alice. This is why, this is why she's... This is a comedy show, is it not? Yes, yeah, the Cold Bear Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the now comedy is is uh, what's it? Uh, Clapter is that what it's called now? It's about saying important things. So here's yeah. Whoopi. Listen to her. He she goes there for damage control, it, it, but he lets her fly free. Have you have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? Well, because they might like well, asking the Nazis, they would say yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They. Yeah, we're going to need the floor manager to cut. Go to commercial. It's getting more bizarre as it goes. She's talking smack talk because she doesn't know anything, and she's having these flights of fancy in her mind that she's making all sorts of great sense. He is saying something even more insane, but it's the it's the um, it's the accepted scripture of the woke. So he feels like he's allowed to say it. These, this is utter insanity. You see, the Nazis lied. <gasps> Not the Nazis. <laughs> if there's one thing that we know about the Nazis, it's that they're trustworthy. Sure, they have problems with not race, but come on. <laughs> they had issues with ethnicity. 
not with race because are we learning from her or is this giving us diminishing uh benefits what exactly does she mean by it's about ethnicity and not about race doesn't matter it seems to me is that because is that because liberals now only think race is about black people and white people in the united states Yes, where all of the racism so, in the world happened exclusively. So that's why, like, when they had that thing at Berkeley, they told the Jewish professors that the swastikas weren't offensive to them. They were offensive to black people because <clears throat> swastikas are an anti-black symbol and that the professors are, uh, the Jewish professors that were in the diversity training were white. Oh, you know what? I, I love how, by the way, how he's, everybody's allowed to have perspectives. Nobody's allowed to grasp the truth of the matter. As a white person my perspective is uh, certainly tarnished and shaded by my own privilege certainly and uh, naive and really not worth listening to as the white guy in the conversation uh -huh. here i am i am neither uh jewish nor am i black and uh -huh. so i have a different perspective of all of this yes. you don't have to have a different perspective of all of this no your perspective on the holocaust can just be that the holocaust was not a good thing, regardless of your race and ethnicity. Right. You can just have that perspective on right. the Holocaust. You don't need to have, like, a, anything needs to be driven by your personal, you know... Pilgrimage what, to salvation in Whatever, whatever your, like, your 23andMe profile says you are it doesn't determine what your opinion but, on the Holocaust but also, is. You Alice, can just have an opinion on the Holocaust. It's allowed. <laughs> And you don't have to go back to 1715 colonial America to talk about it. In fact, it's not really related, but that's where he's going because that's all he's allowed to talk about because of his limitations, because of his skin color. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperial imperialist era in order to exploit other people and that they could apply it to all different kinds of people, that idea of race. And the American experience tends to be based on skin. Yes. Right. She's like, I, I guess so. What Weren't we talking about, weren't we badly talking about the Holocaust a second ago and so, now you're in colonial America and the American experience. Oh, here's another thing, Alice. Uh, this is, you're a doting okay. wife and, a, and I would say a beautiful woman who's, by the way, out in the town tonight, who's got who's free tonight, has I a don't hall know. pass. I don't know. If, if you're in greater... I'm um, not, I don't have a hall pass. If you're in greater... Stop with that. No. I don't give Are you me, yelling at me? I don't give me a hall pass. My goodness, okay. I don't have a hall pass. Oh, don't That's scorn at me. Why are you yelling at me? Because hall pass means, like, you can I was... go hook up, and I don't want to go I hook was... up. That's not... I'm going to see a friend tonight. Relax, Tom. There's nothing happening. I don't girl, really think friend. that you're going out philandering, Alice. Okay, uh, although but it would you make excellent content. content if you, you said did. I have a hall pass. You're going to give yeah. people an inappropriate impression. I'm not really going. I'm having fun with you. My goodness, Alice. My experience. And so it that seems is to me, as a husband, that I'm allowed to have fun with a little bit of humorous jokes and use my whiteness where it's appropriate to okay. to oppress you in colonial okay. days. But can I go back to this like main assertion that Colbert is actually making in his proclamation? his disclaimer sure. at the beginning of the show because that's an insane... I can't believe he yelled at me for serious. Well, of all the offensive things I have said on this podcast, Alice, I have said some truly offensive things. There's many things I'm offended by with you, but I, I don't want you announcing to people that I have a hall pass. It's a joke, Alice. You're going to make me be attacked. You're not going to get attacked. <laughs> Somebody's going to attack me. Anson, can you possibly go, <laughs> go downstairs, please? I literally cannot. Okay. Okay. 
So we're doing the podcast now. Uh, but the the point about the Colbert thing is that this is absolutely not true. There wasn't some concept of race invented in the 19th century in order to exploit people. People exploited each other just fine for many thousands of years before people were talking about race and ethnicity as like a thing. You know, the Romans did just fine exploiting people, I think. And then the barbarians that overthrew the Roman Empire did just fine exploiting people. They had plenty of slavery in the ancient world. They were absolutely cool with exploiting people and killing well, people. I, and uh, I, I think you're missing the point. I think that he's being a pander bear. You know why? <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> okay, go ahead. You know why he's being a pander bear? Why is he being a pander bear? Because he is changing the subject to a more important racism. He's got her right there. Before anybody talks about, in all the audience members, Mm -hmm. in the people who watch him at home, mostly white people, I think he wants to first take a step back to tell everybody to check yourselves. And I'm going to show you why. Because me, being a white male, first needs to acknowledge, and so do you, everybody out there, before you go judging Whoopi, well, you have to acknowledge the original racism at work that took a foothold here. And remember who I've got next to me now. I've got a, a black woman here. I am a white man. And there's a certain kind of discourse and thought that's allowed and isn't allowed. And I think that's his way of telling his 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 viewers and everybody that here are the ground rules. This is how I talk to a black woman. We're not diving into the substance or the idiocy of what she said. I mean, that's part of it. But there's also he's driving the conversation back. You know, she said the Holocaust isn't about race. So he's starting the conversation with a definition of racism and, you know, the definition of race and white supremacy that goes back to white people in general in the colonial era, which is not true. I mean, the Nazi, if you're going to talk about what led to Nazis as a thing, you could look much more at the early 20th century progressive movement in the United States, which was big into eugenics. I mean, like, in you know, so this is more a late 19th century, like post Darwin coming out with his stuff. This was like the science and the belief of the future, right? This Mm -hmm. is like what all good, I believe, science people thought, like Margaret Sanger and all the rest of them. And that led to much more of a, it has much more of a straight line to Nazism than like the British colonial empire under Queen Victoria. That wasn't, you know, that wasn't so much a, a thing exactly. You know, it was much more this sort of like late 19th century, early 20th century movement that that embraced science. And I mean, like you can look at the court cases going through the history in the United States of like these eugenicist movements that were huge. I mean, a lot of people thought the Nazis had an okay idea. This was like Mm -hmm. the the big scientific belief of the time. This was progress. This was how they were going to, you know, in their in the perspective of their time, like cure cancer and make life better Mm -hmm. for people was eugenics. That was like what people were into. So, and you know, obviously eugenics is bad. I shouldn't really have to clarify that, but, but I think that we lose perspective on like what a sort of mainstream idea it was in the early 20th century, you know, because, because it is so repulsive to us now at 
a hundred years later. So it's just funny because it's not fundamentally an idea that comes out of a concept of race as a thing. It's an idea that comes out of like Darwin and a belief in science and these other these other aspects. Whereas, you know, if you look at United States race-based chattel slavery really has a sort of different, you know, by the late 19th century in the United States, there was no more slavery, right? So it wasn't necessarily a direct continuation of slavery that was happening here, which was much more, I mean, there was definitely some, uh, what's the thing where they do the things on, on people's heads to like measure their heads to like know how smart they are and stuff? I know what that you mean. That was like but... a whole thing. Um, uh, but, you know, it. there's like a little bit of that that was like a science thing, but there were like religious beliefs that went into it and other stuff. It was, but, you know, eugenics and Nazism absolutely has to do with race, but it's tougher to link it to this idea of like white black race that was prevalent in the early colonial era. So yeah, so if you think everything that has to do with racism and bigotry has to go back to white people in the 18th and 19th centuries, then yeah, you're going to have a hard time making sense of you know, of the Holocaust. Because it's really sort of a different time period and a different conception of what race is but it's just as much bigotry as anything else sure but i'm just more uh, and, I, and I, I take what you're saying i just think it's that he's simp- this is on previous purposefully directing the conversation to this rest area here where we're all going to get a clinic for a second but i think it's funny which is that- it seems to him seems to me i mean i'm just forgive me if this seems jumbled but as he reads clearly the 1619 definition of whiteness, which nobody talked about. Right. And I mean, I don't think that the Germans necessarily. Yeah. You're going to be confused about what the Holocaust was about if you're looking at definitions of whiteness and blackness, because that wasn't the way the Germans saw it. They saw themselves as a master Aryan race, but it didn't necessarily have to do with whiteness the way it was perceived like in in. The, the American South in the early 19th century. It really was sort of a, a different... I mean, like, a lot of the people in the American South were Scots-Irish, for one thing, right? Sure. Scarlett O'Hara. You know, they're, they the Germans wouldn't have necessarily considered them that white either if you're going to go with this, like, whiteness definition. They threw Serbs in camps. They threw gypsies in camps. It didn't have to do with, like, a black-white American slavery thing. But because we've reduced our entire conversation about bigotry and racism to, like, this one binary aspect, we, like, can't even... (laughs) They can't even conceive what the Holocaust was about because they don't even understand what the point of the Germans even was. No, exactly. Here's another, here's another, since you're having fun with this, here's some more whoopee. And so that is what race means to me. Mm-hmm. When you talk about uh, being a racist, I was saying, you can't call this racism. This was evil. Mm-hmm. This, wasn't, this wasn't based on the skin. You couldn't tell who was Jewish. Mm-hmm. They had to delve deeply. Racism is a term with a definition. It is a there is a concept of racism that's got a meaning. It mm-hmm. means superiority of race or whatever. She then brings in this wasn't racism. This was just evil. 
What does that mean? What does evil mean? It means because they're writing the Holocaust out of their definition of racism. Because as far as they're concerned, that's like white on white violence. <laughs> Seriously, they think it is. They think Jewish people are white and they think German people are white. So, so it's like, a wash. <laughs> yeah, it's just to figure it out. Well, I think one of the reasons why. I don't think Whoopi is, by the way. I don't think she's smart enough to. I think well, she, no, but she I think, think it's clear that she thinks this is white people killing other white people, and it's mean. Yes. she feels Actually, bad I, I about she it. She says that. No, but that's like what she just said. She's like, <laughs> it wasn't. You couldn't tell who was Jewish. It was just, you know, that's that's how she sees it. She Other sees people it as- might say, and again, I uh-huh. I I am uh, I'm, I'm not Jewish and I'm black, right. but as someone- okay, Stephen, we get it. You're not Jewish and you're not black. Black, we get it. We get it. Enough disclaimer. You can still understand. know what the Holocaust is. Yes. Uh, I know it's not your lived experience, and uh, you know you're not uplifting people by talking this way. You know what I've read of how the op- Nazis operated when they found out that you were of the Jewish race. Right. That's, that's why they'd make you wear a star. Yeah. Had you heard that before? They made people wear stars. I had no idea. This is incredible. How we're learning from the beginning now, because we've had to dis- dismantle everything. Because we're in the woke world, we're learning from the beginning. I've relearned, I've read some parcels now. It looks like the Germans, they identified Jews and made them wear stars. Uh, so- Why is this happening on a mainstream TV show? Didn't everybody learn this in school when they were like 10? No, but all that's erased because all that stuff is tainted by, by racism. So they could see you So they could identify you. you but yes. my point is they had to do the work. If you see, if the claim. There's more woke language. Do the work. Why are the Nazis doing the work, by the way? Why are the Nazis um, being accused of having lied? This is an adult saying this. Yes, yeah, the thing is, though, the Nazis had to do the work. It's like, are you advocating for them? Are you defending them? What exactly is happening here? Our, our At least des- they didn't kill black people, Tom. True. Our, our <laughs> desire here to be ultra-woke here is making everything really stupid. man is coming down the street, mm-hmm. and... I'm standing with a Jewish friend and neither one, well, I'm gonna run. Mm. (laughs) But if my friend decides not to run, they'll get passed by most times because- I don't know how scientific that is What even is this hypothetical story? It's a Klan person who's running down the street. They're gonna see Whoopi and know immediately that she's a good target because she's black. The Jewish person, her Jewish friend, they're not. They're going to pass right by because they don't know. I am going to suggest that the clan uh, probably um, was somewhat adept at their own form of profiling, or not, if not adept, but certainly accepting to it and uh, and uh, ready. As you can't tell who's Jewish. You don't know. It's not something that people say, oh, that person is Jewish or this person is Jewish. And so that's what I... First of all... Hold on one second. It seems to me there's a... Um, inordinate number of people being clocked in major cities who are Jewish, um, who somebody, the clocker, is telling who's Jewish. I know what she means, but... Really, in truth, it's not exactly true. Well, of course, I mean, so first of all, there obviously are and there were more so in the mid 20th century Jewish people that you could tell that they were Jewish by mode of dress and other things. Right. There were 
there were Jewish people who dressed a certain traditional sure. way and everything. And there are in New York and other places. Um, also, like you said, I mean, like there, people who are racists online spend a lot of time trying to, whether they can well or not, they spend a lot of time trying to be able to tell who's Jewish by how they look. Oh, absolutely. So, and the Nazis were huge into this. They oh, yeah. Loved they were like measuring people's features Noses, and stuff. crooks and fingers, different, all sorts of things, ghoulish things they had completely. So, so that's not perfectly true to start with, but, you know. I, I'm not saying the nose thing is true. I'm just saying no, the Nazis love no, talking no, no, about No, no, no. I'm saying, exactly. However, uh, the point is that like you just said, racism has always had a definition, which means, you know, treating people badly because of their race right? mm-hmm. in some form or other. And whether or not you can tell, I mean, like, is ethnic violence in Africa racist? Like between different tribal groups, you know, like is Rwanda, are genocides in Africa racist or no? Between uh, different I'm sure, groups I'm that sure, are both called I'm black, sure, or can racism only literally apply to white people killing? No, white I'm people? sure that they are that 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 it can be in just black on black as but well. But would but would Whoopi say that like the Rwanda genocide is that racism or no? Um, I'm not sure what she would say. I don't think she probably knows as much about it as I do. I'm sure she'd get it wrong horribly and not land the plane like okay. she's not doing here. I was trying to explain. And I understand that not everybody sees it that way and that uh, I did a lot of uh, harm, I guess, to myself. And people, you know, decided I was all these other things. I'm, I'm actually not. It must be nice to be a liberal and get to say, like, people thought I was racist or anti-Semitic, but I'm not actually anti-Semitic. That's cool. Like, and just get to have that as a pass. I want to go back to the liars. Have you have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? Well, because they might, like, well, asking the Nazis, they would say, yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me. Because I love, you know what? I'm now a fan of hers because instead She's of... She's so stupid. I know, but... So is Colbert. But, They're both dumb. Yeah, but if she thinks... If this is what she does with him handing her an off-ramp and her saying, you know what, I'm going to gun it and get in the left lane and do donuts in the middle of the highway, I, then I, it's, it's interesting. Because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They Who, like who in the last 80 years, Nazis were in the 1940s essentially, right? Or 90 years. Whoever has laid d- down the damning claim that the Nazis lied as something being worth ever stating. <laughs> I think that in they the list... They really were just untruthful. That's, that's right. Everything else, I think, is, is you can you could is acceptable, really, but their penchant for lying is... They had issues with ethnicity, not with race, because most of the Nazis were white people, and most of the people they were attacking were white people. So to me, I'm thinking, how can you how can you say it's about race if you are fighting each other? So, yeah, yeah. there was nothing different between the Nazis and you know World War One in the trench warfare. White people killing white people, same thing, no difference. You're right, Whoopi. No genocide here. What is she talking about? So, well, how so far that, the most people... damning condemnation of them because they're not racist is that they were liars, <laughs> or or at least lied on one occasion. It all really began because I said, "How will children? How will we explain to children 
what happened in Nazi Germany? This wasn't. I hope she explains it. <laughs> I hope it's funny, Alice. You, you know what's funny thing is that okay. how would you explain to children if your guest substitute teachers were Stephen Colbert and Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> For the ten year olds, mm-hmm. they would get vastly amazing stories about what the Nazis were. <laughs> the Nazis yeah. certainly were liars. They were not racists. No. They uh How can you with a straight face? So, you know, maybe you off the cuff say the Holocaust wasn't about race because you're just a moron. And then you get corrected and then you go on an apology tour and you continue to say the Nazis weren't racist because they killed white people. <laughs> I like don't. How can you? I, I'm honestly like impressed. Well, isn't that, that interesting? Can, that Allison, these but, people make millions of dollars, Tom, to get a sixth grade education live on national television. You know what's interesting is that. Do you think she has any idea that Northern Europeans were uh, slaves to Arabs well into the 1800s? She doesn't have any idea in North about Africa, Africa and then during the Ottoman Empire as well. Like how this went, this slave, this racist thing worked in all sorts of different ways. But no, as far as she's concerned, it goes down to, I mean, but she's an influencer. She, women of the world listen to her and say, but you know what? But how dumb is everybody? Do you remember, right. by the way, when I was homeschooling and we were talking about um, Germany and learning about it and uh, the National Geographic Kids website said mm-hmm. that uh, Hitler came into power for, by promising to make Germany great again. Yep. I remember I tagged them in a tweet, too, and they don't care. That's fine. Yeah. But it is funny. And this whole, even this, this whole thing, even when she tries to dumb it down, if there's a Jewish guy, my Jewish friend's sitting here, and I'm standing here, uh, I, and the Klan comes, I'm running. Now, that's fair. Were they and unable, it, by the way, I won't say unable to get a Jewish person for the conversation, but were they unable to get anybody who knows anything about World War II or the Holocaust or anything else to come and talk to them it's on, already the, on the show? Or is it just two total ignoramuses talking to each other about just spitballing about what they think might have happened in World War II because they have no idea? Well, in, in Colbert's case, he's afraid to speak normally he feels oh, that he because has to she go ranks above him on the ladder so right he so he can't... has to go through these mm. this uh this rosary bead this um this uh you know saying a bunch of hail marys essentially this ritualistic thing of talking about whiteness and this and that so there's no time to get any substance because he's so he's so showing fealty to the to the whole thing as a small aside if the clan guy comes i think the jewish person should run too <laughs> that that said, a a uh, black woman named Goldberg probably should uh, floor it. I would say just to I'd be absolutely safe. Um, back to Whoopi. I said this wasn't racial. This was about white on white. And everybody said no, no, no. It was racial. And so that's what this all came from. So once again, don't write me anymore. I know how you feel. Okay, I already know. I get it. And uh, I'm going to take your word for it and never bring it up again. So now, the way I see this going is this is a snowball effect. Now she and Colbert together have to appear on another show, I think. (laughs) is out to to do this the right way because they've both screwed this thing up. But I feel like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the, um, the... Jewish community has like lost standing in the new woke world. 
because yeah. they fall. I mean, and you can hear it in the way Whoopi's talking about it. And, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and Stephen Colbert both are pretty up on, you know, what words they're supposed to say and what they're supposed to think about things, clearly. But, you know, it. but this is just a fact, is that Jewish people have been recategorized as white people by the woke movement. Mm-hmm. And that, and they would say that you know white supremacists uh, lumped in Jewish people first and made them white, but that's not really true. Most white supremacists also don't like Jewish people. Uh, I would say that's correct. <laughs> that's so- correct. There's very few uh, white supremacist theories in global <laughs> conspiracy theories uh, consist of black uh, secret financiers causing strife in the world. It's uh, pretty much all Jewish. So it's interesting because, like, the woke movement has really, you know, attempted to put Jewish people into the whiteness, white supremacy category with no real basis. And well, and, what do you and, mean like, no, but, but, Alice, but the thing is, is like Jewish people are one of the single most oppressed attacked groups in the world. In the world, but historically, Alice, over Alice, thousands and thousands of where, years. Where Alice, according to the left, and, and remember, we have friends, good friends. When the Egyptians oh, enslaved oh, on, Alice, Jewish people, was that white on white violence also? Yes, we have good friends, Alice, okay. who have, who did the Black Lives Matter thing and said, this is really important, changed our avatar, this and that. And if you're my usual friends who think I'm always talking about you, it's there's other people too. Um, so, so, you know, some of the original tenets of Black Lives Matter, I mean, where is apartheid happening in this world? Where's the one place? Um, I think people like to say it's Israel. Correct. I according disagree. To, I understand that. So do I, Alice. But according to the left, that's what's happening. Apartheid is live and well in Israel, and you think that they're going to be feel that they are that the considerations of Ashkenazi, uh, uh, successful American Jewish people uh, of of complete privilege who are white. We've just found out. Do you think that's going to be consideration? You're right. Mm-hmm. Of course they've been. They've of course they've been. And you know, it, uh, <laughs> but that's what happens when you view everything through this stupid black and white lens. When you think race was invented in the 19th century, and that everybody that they were just putting all these other ethnic groups on a continuum from white to black, and that Jewish people fell somewhere in between. But then, like white supremacists started to like Jewish people because they weren't too black, right? <laughs> like that's like literally what they think. They think that. White racists in the colonial era didn't like black people, so they, you know, thought Jewish people were, like, in between or something. And so that's why they think that Jewish people can fall into whiteness, even though Jewish people have been getting attacked for their race and ethnicity for thousands of years longer Uh, than black people have. Like, there's no competition. If you're going to start to do woke Olympics with Jewish people, like, you can't win that one. Well, yeah, not only that, but uh, I mean, did I forget what I was going to say? I don't know what you wanted to say. What not you, only that, what did you but say, um, if you try and cram everything into the white black lens when you're looking at things, then you somehow think that Jewish people are responsible for white supremacy. I don't know. Mm, and you can think the Holocaust is just white people killing no, other white people for some reason. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Um, say, what, what did you just last say? I said that's what happens when you look at everything through this lens of race was invented in the colonial era to oppress oh, black that's right. people. No, okay. 
And and what was the action items that the colonists took to um, ensconce racism permanently? The three-fifths clause? No, Alice. What? I don't know. Uh, the American Revolution? Correct. The American Project was a way to preserve racism and slavery. I forgot that. I'm sorry. That's part of what Colbert was <sighs> talking about. Isn't exactly. that the part that the 1619 Project had to take back? I don't know. They had to take back. A, there's a lot of it they had to take back. But so there we are. So, so my, I was more interested because Colbert's thing was utterly stupid. All right. But like, doesn't it get boring to like invent a narrative and then pretend the whole world is happening in that narrative rather than like actually trying to find out what happened in history? Well, I mean, this goes to where progressives are right now in Mayor Pete talking about, uh, I envision something. What was his theory that he wants to happen? Zero casualties. Vision zero. Yeah, and it has to do with no... Zero traffic casualties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So And we've started calling car accidents mass casualty traffic events. Exactly. So isn't that the point? Is that that's now the way the progressive thinks? Much like 10, 15 years ago, people were always talking about the tipping point... And um, and you know like other kind of almost marketing um, terms. So isn't that what we're doing now? Is that you don't sweat the small stuff? So it, instead of Pete talking about steel and asphalt, you talk about you be a visionary, visionary stuff. So instead of Colbert and Whoop, Whoopi talking about the fact that she said stuff that minimalized and distorted the Holocaust and fixing what she kind of broke today. They had to go grand vision. He had to go big vision. Whiteness, uh, at the top of my head now, whiteness being the colonial. And she had to do her best uh, her best attempt at a nuanced, um, free-form um, you know, uh, thought analysis, which, of course, made no sense and sparked over here and there like an errant uh, pop balloon. But, I mean, I think Whoopi Goldberg, for all that she doesn't really understand any of this stuff, I think she truly believes that the Holocaust is just white people killing other white people. I think that's her honest take on it. And that's a view that is influenced by this critical race theory conception that all oppression boils down to white supremacy and the white-black race relations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, what else we got? Homie, uh, what else did I say I wanted to talk about? Um, oh, they, I guess along the lines of that sorority thing, there's a sorority in Anakinetic College where a bunch of white girls in a sorority stole, appropriated the dance moves of a black sorority that's very historic, and so now it's a thing and it's bad and people are, it's hate. You know, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and I just, I don't care. I, 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 I think I don't there's really so under- nothing to it because there's certain moves that this black sorority does. Okay. Uh, certain dance moves. And the white girls copied the moves, which used to be- To make a, fun of them or- I guess so. To make fun of them or to think it's awesome. Who knows? But it's not a thing. It's not a thing. If what you've got in the United States is a bunch of pampered 19-year-old girls- dancing in their free house with a bunch of other pampered 19-year-old girls getting drunk, loud music, and impersonating people, then you have no problems. This country has no problems. This country barely has a race problem at this point. And I'm just absolutely 
Absolutely done with it. Uh, and there was a third thing we we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, but okay. So the COVID cases are down to to the ground. About a week from now, I looked at Connecticut in Massachusetts, Massachusetts in New York mm-hmm. today, and about a week from now, probably they'll be at pre Omicron levels. Okay. So, um, what are we doing? Why are mm-hmm. why is ABC putting out these packages of moms saying we can't get back to normal? We can't get back to normal. Erin Harbaugh is a single mom in Washington D.C. Her daughter Sloane just turned two. Happy birthday, baby! She's exactly as old as the U.S. fight against COVID nineteen to the very day, January twenty first. She was born the first day that the pandemic was declared in the United States. The deadly virus from China arrives in the U.S. The CDC revealing the first case of the deadly coronavirus here at home. It's been a challenging two years for parents. And with this latest Omicron surge, many say they're at a breaking point. This month, a group of moms in Boston met up outside just to scream in them. frustration. It's been especially hard on the families of the nearly 20 million American kids under age five who still aren't eligible for the vaccine. It feels like a dire pandemic for parents of zero to five year olds. People don't realize that if you have a young child, you're still stuck in March 2020. So that's the gist of the whole thing. They talked to 47 women who all say, oh, my God, it's March 2020 for us because we still can't. We're still hiding our kids. Can someone Which, of tell course, them- made me attempted to go hang myself. But go ahead. <laughs> Can someone let them know that their unvaccinated under five year old children are at less risk than vaccinated adults at every level? I don't because know why they don't want to hear this. I don't know I don't why. Know. It's insane. They are putting their child at greater risk of death by buckling them into their car seat and driving them to school in the morning. It's just, That's just how it is. I don't know what else you can say to people, but it's total insanity. I mean, like this was when they went to go approve the vaccine for the 5 to 11 year olds, right? The panel didn't even want to necessarily recommend it. They just kind of said, like, look, we're going to give it emergency use authorization so that people can take it if they want to, if they feel their kids at risk. But they themselves said in the FDA panel report, it said that if COVID cases were low, which based on what you just said, COVID cases are about to be very low again. If COVID cases are low, there are going to be more hospitalizations among 5 to 11 year olds from the vaccine than there are going to be prevented by the vaccine from COVID. That's like from the FDA report. This is not something I'm making up. And now they're about to approve this vaccine. They're applying for approval for the vaccine for the six month to five year olds on the basis of they did a two shot series, right? Mm -hmm. And they were going to apply with the two shot series. But it turned out in their data, they couldn't. First of all, the kids were at such low risk that they couldn't show any significant impact on the actual clinical endpoints, which means like they can't show any impact on how much severe COVID kids get because severe COVID is so rare among both groups that they couldn't tell from the study size if it reduced risk of of severe COVID at all. So they decided they would base it like they did with the 5 to 11-year-olds just on the immune system response to the vaccine. So, you know, they gave them these two doses and they couldn't measure a significant immune response to the vaccine either. They couldn't get any data that showed why this was doing anything 
in the two to five year old group. It appeared to do something in the six month to two years group, probably because of like the smaller body weight. And so it like made a bigger impact in that group because they're using such a small dose for the little kids. So they couldn't find anything for two doses. There was no, they had nothing. So they decided they would try three doses. But now they're not done with the three dose study. They're going back. They want to now apply for the emergency use authorization for the two doses now. And I think the the, the FDA actually... Is going to approve it. Yes. So they're going to apply for it for the two-year-olds right now on the basis of actually nothing for the two doses with the idea that hopefully the three doses will show some good results and then the kids will already be started on their three-dose regimen because they already approved the two it's doses gross. earlier. It, it, Which, But th- this is insanity. They're approving this based on absolutely no possible proven benefit of this vaccine. A ton of European countries aren't even recommending the vaccine at all, like under 12. They're recommending one dose for teenagers. Like This is not... We are totally out of step with the science. We are totally out of step with the rest of the civilized world. It makes no sense because we've now politicized the vaccine to the degree and like they'll complain that Republicans politicize the vaccine, right? But we've now politicized the vaccine to the degree where not only do Republicans who might actually need it, who are people who are at risk, not want to take it because it's so politicized, but people who don't need it, who are liberals, want to take it just to take extra vaccine because it proves how good and liberal right. they are and how much they love democracy that they're taking extra vaccines. <laughs> so what did you say to the, what would you say to these mothers who are stuck in March 2020? I would say that your kid is essentially for all intents and purposes already as vaccinated as you. They're just as immune to COVID as you are even if they haven't already had it and they probably have to be perfectly honest. It's also now going away. This wave is done. If we continue our insane testing regimen, then we'll have another quote wave next fall next october november there'll be a new variant if we all keep testing like idiots then there's going to be a new wave they're going to see it in the boston sewage data right they're going to be like oh my god it's a wave there's cases everywhere and everybody is going to be so immune to this because everyone will have had all the covids and all the covid shots that no one will be dying anymore we'll have all the treatments like i don't know what else people need to go back to normal like people talk about off ramps but you don't have to not not have an offering. If you're in March 2020, it's because you're choosing to be in March 2020. And I don't necessarily blame people because the media is making a killing off of this, obviously. So they want to keep it going. But there's no reason to put your kid in an N95 mask. There is no reason to keep your kid out of school unless they're sick and can't go to school because they're sick, which you should have been doing anyway. There is no reason to keep your kid from seeing relatives. There's no reason. Like, it's just total paranoia and insanity. And it makes me think back, honestly, to the beginning of the pandemic and Trump saying it was like nothing to worry about. And then he got in trouble for saying that he said that because he didn't want people to panic. Mm -hmm. Well, like it turns out maybe there's some value to not having people totally freak out because people don't do well with like a lot of nuance. I totally Where it's agree. like the pandemic is something to worry about and we should do something about it, but you don't have to like totally freak out and lock yourself in the house and like sanitize all your Amazon packages. Like you can you can think the pandemic is a real thing and people die of it and not act like a lunatic. But apparently people don't really have that setting. So Trump was probably right to try and not let people totally panic because now they've bought into completely panicking and they're just never going to go back. They're 
And, and that's that's a their I mean, settings we, we talk are now about broken. T- I I don't know. I mean this this display of infantilization of credentialed smart elite good progressives in liberals is is I don't know what to say. I almost feel bad. So it's it's, it's, in, it's in a way it's kind of eye opening. So you can say, oh, I see. This whole time that we've been um, debating politics, etc., you were always afraid the whole time. That's why you come from a place of fear, and a place where you you where malevolent forces can get you, and you need protection. And that's why you need mommy, daddy, government around. And that's why you don't question it. You know, whatever. That's fine. I want nice Joe Biden. Just protect me from the bad things. The bad things. That must be it. You know, and it and it shows. And I've never thought progressives are are real all that uh, uh, fact based anyway. It's a, it's a very emotional thing. It's a fun, nice, warm mm-hmm. thing to be. That's why you have to say things like Stephen Colbert, things you know to be untrue. You know, like uh, that he said. I'll just play a little bit of it again. As the white guy in the conversation uh-huh. here, I am I am neither uh, Jewish nor am I black, and mm-hmm. so I have a different perspective. All of this. Yes. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperialist era in order to... Read it right, Stephen. But that's like what we're, what we're doing here. Everybody's just broken. He was broken, too, as a matter of fact. I mean, well, right, and it's funny and ironic because the Democrats always accuse Republicans of acting out of fear. Oh, they're just afraid of immigrants. They're afraid of gay people. They're afraid of Muslims. They're just afraid of a crime wave, and it's all in their heads. Like, but you know why that is? Why they position it like that? Because they're trying to show. They're trying to show. um, They're trying to bestow some kind of shred of decency still on Republicans. Yes. Yes, they're saying they're racist. Yes, they're uh, xenophobic. Yes, they're terrible human beings, etc. But hold on, before you cast judgment on everything, they're f- afraid. This is out mm-hmm. of fear. Their it's politicians of- have whipped them up into all these irrational right. fears. They're seeing that's what, you know, and that's- they're seeing brown people move into their neighborhoods, and politicians have told them that that's scary. Right, and that's why. They- Meanwhile, they can't go around the neighborhood and see an American flag without needing smelling salts. Yeah, no, absolutely, you're, you're right. Okay, so is that it? So you're heading, uh, I'm not allowed to, you're going to get, you'll get killed if I say that you're <laughs> doing anything. I apologize for saying that you have a hall pass, Alice. I apologize, I didn't mean any disrespect. I don't want any trouble from you. I don't want to be yelled at. Thank you, I appreciate that. But I'm happy that, you, that you're going to an undisclosed location. I'm and- just going to go say hi to a friend, that's all. Oh, really? A well. friend who's a girl, okay, oh. calm down. Really? No. Where are you going? Where are you going? Nowhere that you need to know about. In, are you going to nowhere that our listeners? Are you need going to, know about. to a uh, municipal environment? I don't know yet. Where I have. Are you going decided. to a city center? I'm not going to tell you. I can't know. <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. I love this. I think it's great for you to get away. Okay. Briefly. Uh, don't take the night. Have fun. You know what, kid. You've earned it. It's a Tuesday night. I have work in the morning. I don't think anything that exciting is going to happen. You know what? Wouldn't hurt you to go in banged up, right, kid? 
Well, I'll bear that in mind as I make my decisions for the evening. Pander bear? <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, for more gems like that, you can follow Tom on Twitter at Tom Shattuck. Uh, we are also at the Burn Barrel Pod. Totally pokrinkly. What? Um, Quantum Week, Week Podcast. Done. You, you you did call me today and tell me this. What is going on? I don't know what's Things going on. Things are falling on. apart, like just collapsing all over the place. This is ridiculous. Did Carano, Carano get a different job, like a day job? No. Carano, go back to Jerry. Get back with Chris. Restart the Quantum Week thing. Just pretend nothing happened, okay? Everything's fine, everybody. Everybody calm down. All good things come to an end, Tom. It's true. Ooh, she says Never- in the night she's going out with a hall pass. Oh. <laughs> It's not true. But the Burn Barrel Pod will be here forever. So, <laughs> uh, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.